Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process and for authors to learn valuable tips on producing and marketing your audiobooks. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Hello, 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 and thank you so much for being with me today. Today, we're going to focus on listening as research. And the message of this episode is pretty simple and straightforward. In addition to the basic concept and explaining why I'm recommending this, I'm also going to be providing a list of different types of audiobooks that you might listen to based on what you're thinking about producing and to give you some ideas of where to begin in your research. The basic message of this podcast, this episode, is that I am going to recommend strongly that if you are not already doing so, that you take the time to listen to other audiobooks that are in the same kind of style that you are considering having your own book be put into in audio. I'm actually a little surprised at how many authors I receive calls from who say that they don't really listen to audiobooks, but that they recognize, partly because their audience is requesting them, they recognize that it is an important format to have their book in. Now, in the audiobook world, there are many different ways to approach an audiobook, and For people who are not really listening to audiobooks, they might be thinking there's just the one. There's the uh, single narrator reading everything. That is one of the options. But even that has different layers of potential within that category. So as you're thinking about your own book and how you think it might work out in an audiobook format, what I'm recommending here is that you do some research. I want you to listen to other books that are done in that same way. I'll get into more detail about that in a second. But audiobooks that are done in a, you know, in a similar way, so you can get a feel of what it's like overall. Because an audiobook experience is so much more than just the brief retail sample. Certainly retail samples are a good place to start, but even then, Often, the retail sample is just going to be the first couple minutes, and it may not be representative of what you'll get in the full audiobook. And frankly, listening to audiobooks is awesome. So I think what you'll find if you're not yet an audiobook listener is that you will probably get hooked on that format as well. Now, before we start diving down the rabbit holes, I had said earlier that there were different 
types or different ways of doing an audiobook. And so I just want to clarify a little bit more of what I mean about that. For example, you might have a single narrator and no music or sound effects of any kind, very straightforward voice only. That would be one version. But you might also, as an alternative, you might have a single narrator and decide that you'd like to have music in a few places, possibly just in your opening and closing credits, or maybe you have your book divided into larger parts and then chapters within those parts, and you might like to have some kind of differentiation to set those apart in a bigger way. And one way to do that is to use some music at those moments. Yet another version with a single narrator still would be to have music that is incorporated throughout the book in various ways. And I'll give you some examples of that as well. And then we can move from the single narrator possibility into having more than one voice. That could also be a version where you have a professional narrator and the author as the other voice, or more than one author as additional voices. And then again, you can go into, well, is it going to include any music or sound effects or not? Taking it even further, you might have a full cast production, in which case typically you would be talking about music and sound effects, although not necessarily music. You might just be using sound effects in your full cast production. Or you might have a children's book, in which case you may have one narrator or you may have more than one narrator, and you probably would have music and sound effects. But this is just to give you an idea of some of the many varieties of audiobooks that can be produced. And from my perspective, that will be determined by the book itself. I think of each audiobook, each project as a unique creation and that what we need to do is pay attention to what that content, what that book, and what the author goals are telling us. The other thing I want to share and explain before I get started on listing out some of these research options for you is when I do, I'm going to include a link, usually, not always, but most of the time, I'll be creating a link that is specific for the book. And here's why I'm doing that. When you use that link to purchase the audiobook or audiobooks, you are actually generating a higher royalty for the author, even though it does not cost you any more than it would if you were going to a retail platform. The links that I'm providing are from our Amplify program, and that is a program that allows authors to have a much higher royalty from the sale of their audiobooks. And the way that that works is because there is no middleman retailer, those royalties can be that much higher. If you are an author yourself, then you will understand how valuable that is and how appreciative the authors are when you actually use those links to purchase their audiobooks. Now, that said, these audiobooks are also available on your favorite retail and library platforms. So if you are a subscriber on an audiobook retailer, 
you should be able to find the audiobook there. If you're not a subscriber somewhere, then it would be a great kindness to the author to purchase through the links I'm going to provide. In each case, I will also clarify whether the letters are capital or lowercase so that you can jot those down. And then we'll make these links available in the show notes as well. We're going to start off with the simplest format, the single narrator, and then we'll take a short break after that and come back with some of the other options. First off, here's an example of a single narrator, no music, no sound effects, straight voiceover. This is a memoir, Echoes from the Farm, by Jonathan T. Jefferson. The narrator is Eric L. Williams, and the link to purchase is bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Echoes Farm. That's capital E lowercase c-h-o-e-s, capital F, lowercase a-r-m, Echoes Farm. Another example of a single narrator, nonfiction, but not a memoir, and this also has no music or sound effects, is Take Back Your Life, Recovering from Cults and Abusive Relationships by Yanya Lalich and Madeline Tobias, narrated by Sarah Edmondson. The link to purchase is bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash T-B-Y-L-I-F-E. That's Take Back Your Life. So capital T, capital B, capital Y, capital L, lowercase I-F-E. If you'd rather listen to fiction, fun one is Where Flows the Creek, A Romp in the E Dimension by David Colin Carr, I narrated that one, and that is at bit.ly slash elfcar. I'm going to spell that out. Lowercase e, capital L, lowercase f as in Frank, capital C, lowercase a, capital R, lowercase r. So alternating caps and lowercase. Another option for fiction, and this is more YA fantasy, sort of a little bit uh, steampunk-like, and that is The Engine Woman's Light by Laurel Ann Hill. It is narrated by Maria Marquis, and that link is bit.ly slash E-W-L audio, all lowercase. That's Engine Woman's Light audio, E-W-L audio. Coming back to nonfiction for an audiobook that has music in opening and closing credits, and then also at the beginning of parts, so you can hear what that sounds like, that is Standing at Water's Edge, a cancer nurse and her four-year-old son, and the shifting tides of leukemia. This is by Janice Post-White and narrated by Melanie Carey. You can find it at bit.ly slash post-white, that is capital P, lowercase o-s-t, capital W, lowercase h-i-t-e. Something I want to mention about any title that you're going to incorporate some music in, whether it's just opening and closing credits or anywhere else in the book, one of the really key factors is making sure that your mix is good. So that's the relative volume of voiceover or narrator and music. 
If you're listening and you have a hard time hearing the narrator voice, the actual words, then the music is definitely too loud in the mix, that is. And then if you can barely hear it, then the music may be a little bit too soft. It can be a little tricky because listening on different devices will impact how you hear that mix. So your audio engineer is going to be trying to find the best place that they can, knowing that it's not going to be quite optimal for every single listener. I'm going to share two more in the single narrator world, and these both have music that are worked in throughout as a part of the narrative of the um, the actual book itself. So one is called Once in a Blood Moon, a story about love, betrayal, and redemption that reframes American history. This is written by Dorothea Hubble Bonneau and narrated by Tree Taylor. You can find it at bit.ly slash once in a blood moon. And each of those individual first letters of the word, including A, are capitalized, the rest lowercase. And the other option I want to put forward is a very different feel, and that is Searching for Mankumar, a mystical tale about finding freedom, friendship, and spirituality by Gordon Lee Chambers. This was narrated by Manish Dongadive. And most of the music that is incorporated in the story was written specifically for the story by Wallace Harvey. And there is also some music that was originally performed by Jai Uthal, who was one of the musicians that performed the music in the book as well. This audiobook is available on your favorite audiobook retailers and library channels. Let's take a short pause, and we'll be back soon to talk about more different kinds of audiobooks and some examples that you could use to start your research. Looking for a marketing plan and the support to implement it? At Pro Audio Voices, we're here to help. The audiobook marketing program offers three levels of launch packages to meet your needs. Each three-month program includes a custom marketing blueprint that is created through one-to-one -one strategy sessions with our marketing strategy team. You'll get access to the AMP membership portal with modules you can go through at your own pace, as well as a checklist to keep you on track. You'll also get a custom-built library of marketing assets, videos you can use in the places you'll be focusing on based on your marketing blueprint, a monthly coaching call, custom keywords and hashtags, your own direct sales landing page where you'll earn 70% of whatever price you set. And that's just the beginning. Visit audiobookmarketingprogram.com to learn more. And we're back. All right, so I want to focus next on another title that is actually is a single narrator, but it was author narrated, and this is poetry. So if you have a book of poetry or even a book that includes poetry as a part of it, you may want to take a listen to this one. It's a beautiful book, and it is called What My Hands Say, a bold, unapologetic tribute to Black people living their lives by Glennis Redmond. And this has music incorporated throughout the audiobook, and Glennis is an amazing performer. So 
The link for this one is bit.ly slash Glennis Hand Say. The capitals in that are the G in Glennis. That's G-L-E-N-I-S Hand as a capital H, lowercase a-n-d, and say is all capital S-A-Y. Okay, moving along. The next one I have saved to this point because although it is a single narrator, it also incorporates music and sound effects, and that is The Devil Pulls the Strings, where time travel, twisted history, and secret societies collide. This is by J.W. Zarek, and the narrator is Kurt Bonham. You can find it at bit.ly slash devil pulls strings. And the first letter in each of those is capital. Devil pulls strings. Now we're going to start moving into multiple voices for your audiobook. There is at least one other episode in our podcast where I dive in a little more deeply into figuring out when it is appropriate for your content to have more than one narrator. And there are many reasons why you might choose to go for more than one narrator in your audiobook. But I'm not going to go too deeply into that now. But I will talk about the reasoning behind the use of more than one voice in these examples. The first one is called Good is the New Cool, The Principles of Purpose. This is a nonfiction by Afdel Aziz and Bobby Jones. Now, in this case, the book starts with a brief story of Afdel telling his story and then briefly Bobby telling his story, and they're each written in the first person. So it made perfect sense to have each of them narrate that short bit before then having the professional narrator take it from there. In a project like this, there is also some value in having the author's voice present. Because they run a consulting firm and this is nonfiction, it made sense that people, their listeners, be able to hear their voices as a way of additionally connecting with them, while at the same time, not leaving the burden of the audiobook narration completely on their shoulders. So it was a great way to do that. Also, they wanted to have a female narrator for the main part of the book, and this way they could achieve that goal as well. You can find the audiobook on your favorite audiobook retailers. Another example of multiple voices, this time all professional voices, but split up among several narrators, is Managing Parkinson's. This is written by the Parkinson's Foundation, and it was narrated by Rashida Marshall, Justin Sewell, Marisha Tapera, Scott Pollock, and Lisa Negrin. The reason that this project was split into multiple voices was to support and enhance the feeling of it being a group, you know, a community. Parkinson's is a disease that affects people of all kinds. And by having this sort of multiple voices, some of them being used for the testimonials, the stories that are specifically told within the text, really give it that feel of it being more personal. 
And this audiobook can be found with several others. Uh, we did 12 for them on the Parkinson's Foundation website, as well as in your favorite audiobook retailers. Now we're going to shift gears a little bit to a different type of project, and this is actually personally one of my favorite kinds, and that is the full cast project. So if you're thinking about having your book done as a full cast project, then you definitely want to take a listen to some samples out there. I highly recommend Quantum, The Trilogy Begins by Dean DeServienti. We had a cast of 32 for this project. It has music, sound effects. The music was created originally for this project, and it can be found at bit.ly slash quantumdds. And the quantum, Q-U-A-N-T-U, are all capital, lowercase m, capital D, lowercase d, capital S. Again, highly recommend. And if you like stories that deal with the dark underbelly of society and also with the superhero type skills of a highly trained martial artist, then check out Lin Su Yoshimura by J.C. Walker. We had a cast of 14 for this project with sound effects and music that was sourced. What I mean by sourced is that it was not created for the audiobook itself, but it was brought to the project and licensed accordingly. And one more in the full cast world, again, a very different flavor, and this is Girl with a Violin by Wendy Bartlett. This project had a cast of seven and music that was created for the project, as well as sourced from the musician friends of the author, as well as sound effects. This can be found at bit.ly slash Bartlett G-Wave. So I'm going to spell that. Bartlett is capital B, lowercase a-r-t-l-e-t-t, capital G, capital W, capital A, capital V, like girl with a violin. Bartlett G-Wave. Now, shifting over to our final category of types of audiobooks that you should be listening to if you're going to be creating one of these, and that is children's books. With children's books, we are pretty much always including music and sound effects. They're pretty standard in children's books, at least the ones that we do, because they really help to enhance the audio in ways that the illustrations normally would in a print book. Each of these is available at your favorite audiobook retailers. The first is Fernando Invents Socks by Brad Pohl. That's P-O-H-L. I narrated that one. And my performing recording name is Becky Parker. Next is Swamp Mysteries, The Treasure of Jean Lafitte by Elizabeth Singer Hunt. This is also available as a podcast, and this has two narrators, Rachel Rosek and Jordan Paul Harrow. And the final one is A Pie for a Pig by Susan Pace Cook. And that also was narrated by me, Becky Parker, and is available in your favorite audiobook retailers. That has lots of music and sound effects as a part of the project. And that's a wrap for our list. Again, the value that you'll get from listening to an audiobook or multiple audiobooks, ideally, 
that utilize the kinds of elements that you're considering for your own will be well worth the small expense to do so. Producing audiobooks is an expensive process, yes. So doing some research before you go into it is really, really valuable and will pay off for you. And hopefully listening to Audiobook Connection is a part of your research and helping provide some value for you. I hope that this has been helpful. I look forward to hearing from you. Do let me know that you've listened to a podcast episode or more and how we can be of service. We're at proaudiovoices.com. Thanks again for joining me. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.